Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Yeah, gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. And I can't get it out of my head. Cause I won't use discretion when I'm talking about obsession. Cause this is what makes me me. And I'm glad that I called ya. I'm talking about nostalgia. And this is where I wanna be. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Yeah, gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. All right, everybody, welcome back. You're listening to another episode of the Gimme Podcast. I'm your host and resident horse girl, Kathleen DeMarle. On this week's episode, I'm very excited. We have on a very funny comedian. He has dry bar special coming out at some point soon. Uh, the date of that is TBA. We have on the very funny Glenn Tickle. Hi, Glenn. Uh, I've been so okay. uh, how have you been uh, doing have, in quarantine? I'm here with my, my wife and two children um so like i have a bunch of like single friends who keep talking about all the extra free time and stuff that they have during quarantine and it's uh infuriating because i don't have any of that i have like i'm home about the same amount of time but now also uh my family is here too it used to just be me at home alone all the time and now they're here Well, I brought you on this podcast to talk about your childhood obsession, which uh, you told me was Batman, which yeah. is, uh, I think, I, a I, pretty I, good a obsession to have as a kid. Yeah, like it was, uh, we watched the, uh, like the animated series was on, like one, uh, I forget what year it started, um, but the one that everybody thinks of as like the definitive Batman cartoon yeah. was like new and on when I was a child. So I would yeah. like wake up Saturday mornings to watch that. And then, uh, yeah, like we'd watch reruns of the, the Adam West Batman TV show. Older brother and I, I'm one of five kids. So my older brother and I would watch the old Adam West Batman show. It would be on during the day uh, or like on summer vacation. So we would watch that for like, it was probably two episodes. We'd watch that for an hour and then, go outside and play Batman. We had adorable outfits. Um, I couldn't find the picture. I have a picture of me dressed as Robin somewhere in a costume that uh, our neighbor made. So it wasn't just My older you brother that would, was into Batman. Like he was, it was a little bit siblings it, as well. Like, I don't know if he just brother. grew out of it faster or didn't care as much. Like didn't go to be obsessed with Batman. He was just, we're 14 months apart. So we're very close in age. Yep. Um, and yeah, like just, uh, he would, he was the older brother. So he was usually Batman because he would just like pick first. So then at one point we all moved on to Ninja Turtles because we have, uh, my sister was the middle of the five and we had two younger brothers. So when we would play Ninja Turtles, right, all the boys would be the Ninja Turtles and we'd make Herbie April. But like Brian would get to pick first. He was the older one. So he always picked Leonardo. Yeah. Um, I just did uh, another podcast about comic books where I was talking about growing up liking Batman. And I think for like, I, I was obsessed with Batman, but I think the character I relate to more is Robin because okay. growing up as like the second child, I was always kind of like relegated to sidekick status on stuff. Like I didn't get, I didn't get to be Batman a lot when we were playing. And That's then my bro- like... brother kind of lost interest at some point. And I'm like, I don't know. I'll, I guess I'm Batman now. You're like, ah, 
He's moved aside. I can be Batman now. <laughs> so did you originally get into it through the cartoon or through the Adam West television show? Or it sounds like it was both around the same time. Uh, I think I, I think I definitely was watching reruns of the Adam West show first uh, okay. before the cartoon started. Like I remember when the cartoon started. Yeah. Uh, and being like really hyped because that was... Uh, Again, I forget what year or what. I was very small, but I rem- I was old enough to remember it coming on because the first episode uh, is the the Mister Freeze origin story, um, and like that. That's a great episode to tell. Like even as adults, like even if you do not care about Batman or cartoons, that first episode of the animated series is really good television. Yeah. Well, it's funny because before I try to, you know, research everybody's obsession a little bit and I went to look up Batman and I was like, oh, I forgot how long Batman has been like on TV and the amount of people that have like portrayed him over the years. Yeah. Uh, I forget how many seasons the TV show had, but that was that was what I watched Yeah. until the cartoon because the movie came out in 89. I was six. Uh, and I don't, I don't remember if it was the movie that came out in 89 or Batman Returns, the second one that I think was 91. One of those two movies I really wanted to go see. My parents told me no. I was hanging out at my friend's house and his, his older sister was going to take us to the movies uh, to see it. And I lied to my parents about what movie we were seeing so that I could see it. Um, I, I, I think it has to be Batman Returns because... I don't see myself at six pulling that off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, like yeah. high level deception. That's like uh, very high level for but a like that's my my daughter. My daughter's eight now. I don't think she would, but like I could. It's, it seems possible. Um, but yeah, like I, I I went. I don't remember which one it was, but it was for sure a Batman one because then me and my friend Ali Aver were playing Batman for the rest of the day for sure. And because I knew I I knew my parents didn't want me to go see it. Do you remember what movie you told your parents you were going to see instead? But I remember the first time I went to a movie that I remember, uh, it was it was like a re-release of, I, it was Snow White or Pinocchio or some Disney movie that my parents were bringing us to, but it was the same weekend that the He-Man movie was out. Okay. Uh, and I wanted to see He-Man and I was mad that I had to go see uh, the, the, the Disney cartoon. And we ran into my cousins and they were going to see He-Man. So I like <laughs> snuck out and went in with them. Um, but the He-Man movie was bad. It wasn't worth it. I should have just stuck Stayed. <laughs> with, Stayed. with yeah. the probably better Disney movie. So as far as like, I mean, Batman has been around for so long. Are you still a fan of Batman? Like, are you into the, you know, all of those kind of movies that have come out in the last like decade or two? Uh, yeah, I've, I've seen them all. Uh, I will. I, did, I, I didn't watch all of Gotham. I, for a long time, I would say like, "Oh, I will watch any Batman TV show or movie that they make." But uh, Gotham, at, like halfway through season three, just I had no interest uh, in continuing. Is it bad? Is it bad? Uh, but yeah, I think I've seen all the the movies. It it's pretty. It was pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> it because uh, it's it's uh, you see Bruce Wayne when he's like a little kid, okay. and it should be interesting because it was. There's this great comic series called Gotham uh, City PD. I think it's or GCPD is the title, uh, where it like follows the cops in Gotham City, and sometimes there's some Batman stuff, but like most of the time it's just kind of a Law and Order comic. Uh, 
where they're just doing regular police stuff, but then also sometimes they're trying to arrest the penguin. Uh, and when Gotham was coming out, I thought that's what it was going to be uh, because Bruce is too young to be Batman in it. So, you know, you're not going to get Batman stuff. Uh, and then they, they were introducing like a new villain, like almost every week. And it just, then by the time Bruce would become Batman in the Gotham timeline, like he, there's already every supervillain. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, I couldn't follow a lot of what was going on in it. I gave up pretty quick, but it's, it was when it was out and I, you'd have to watch it week to week was when I gave up. So now that it's all like probably streaming on Netflix, I might give it another shot Yeah, uh, since I could burn through it in a weekend. But Yeah. So I have to know, uh, because this is a, a comment that comes up a lot when I'm talking to people about um, these types of movies and, and whatnot. Do you think that DC is superior to Marvel in the grand scheme of things between comics and, and whatnot? Uh, movies, absolutely not. Uh, I would I would much rather read a DC comic, but watch a Marvel movie. Yeah. Um, because the the characters uh, are more interesting to me in DC for the most part. Uh, like, I, I mean, I, I also grew up loving Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, but the last time I tried to like, read a Spider-Man comic, I had no concept of what was happening like I didn't know who anybody was <laughs> like all the basic stuff that I thought I knew about Spider-Man didn't seem to apply and any time I just try to like pick up an evil comic that seems to happen I don't remember what it was but the last time I tried to read a Spider-Man comic I didn't understand what was happening uh it was uh it was during Dan Slott's run on it and because I'd heard it was really good but to understand the issue that I got, I would have had to gone back like five or six and then it just feels like homework and I didn't want to do it. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I also just picked up uh, a trade paperback of a, a Batman story called the Batman who laughs. And like, I understood immediately what was happening, but not the context around it. Like there's in any comic book, series there's like a multiverse every time and it's like my least favorite storytelling tool yeah. uh, but there's like a separate one now in batman <laughs> and uh so i didn't understand any of that but i understood like the the plot the immediate plot of the comics i was reading made sense but sure. i also understood i'm like all right there's more stuff going on that i don't care about and i don't i don't understand uh because it's it's a bunch of multi it's another multiverse apparently but uh, there's the Batman who laughs, who is Batman if he became the Joker. And he's traveling to all these different parallel dimensions to kill all the Bruce Waynes in them. Uh, and it's not a great story, but the one thing I did really like was all the other Bruce Waynes like kind of agree that the one that we know as Batman, like in the comics and movies, is the worst one. Oh. Like, most of them go on to stop being Batman and like do actual good in Gotham City. Like um, he, one just really leans into philanthropy. One is, uh, I think he's the police commissioner. Uh, like they do things that actually help instead of just beating up the mentally ill, uh, which is Batman's main, uh, main thing. Which is hard for me now, because like I grew up loving Batman, but the more I think about it, I'm like, nothing he's doing is good or helpful. 
Well, I was about, I was about to ask, like, when did you make that realization that he's like, not that great of a guy? Uh, like probably two years ago. Um, I didn't find the tweets, but I did like a long thread about it when I was like, the more I think about it, the more Batman sucks, like as a character, because I think that it's, I think the idea of Batman is still good and interesting. Like if you were reading a Batman story and you did not know that Batman was really billionaire Bruce Wayne, you'd be like, okay, this guy is trying to stop criminals and he's trying to help his city. And then you find out that he has billions of dollars and could help the in a much better, more direct way by not sitting on billions of dollars. Then you're like, well, I don't think you're really helping people as much as you can be. Like yeah. the time that he is being Batman is time that he is not actively helping people. Right. Um, so that the, the way I'm still interested in, in Batman and those stories is through, uh, like the bat family which is all like the sidekicks and stuff that he's amassed over the years yeah uh because there's storylines where they all kind of agree with that basic premise of like hey quit you should quit being batman and like you use your vast wealth to like actually do good in the world and yeah. like, we'll we'll still go beat up criminals it's fine like we'll do that part uh you should 100 percent stop being batman and he just refuses to give up which is why the Batman who laughs and all the other Bruce Wayne's of the multiverse are like, God, that guy's the worst, <laughs> which is that it's not like a funny storyline, but that part of it was so funny to me. And it's not presented as a joke at all, but that's, that's funny that it's not presented as a joke. Yeah. Like it's, and you would think because it's coming from the Batman who becomes the Joker that like, even he, he's not saying it as like, isn't it hilarious? That yeah. We all think you're doing a bad job of being us. <laughs> it's like this big dramatic reveal. But I'm like, no, that's so funny. Because like if there was a multiverse and a bunch of Glenn Tickles showed up and they're like, hey, man, we got we had a meeting and you're the worst one. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's hilarious to me. Like that would be that is I'll, I would write that spec script where. 10 other Glenn Tickles show up from the multiverse and tell me what a bad job I'm doing. Yeah. That, that's like some, I feel like that's some Rick and Morty thing that would like yeah. happen, you know? I was just, I was watching a bunch of Rick and Morty the other night cause I couldn't sleep. And I'm like, yeah, that's, it made me think of that cause they jump around and there's like the Citadel of Ricks. Yeah. Uh, where it is basically that where, but they, they accuse him of, I think murder in the one episode. Yeah. So you mentioned uh, his his sidekicks. Do you still um, like Robin Hood the most, or is there like another sidekick in the family that you kind of? Uh, I mean, there's there's been multiple Robins. Um, the one I think I like the most is probably Tim Drake, who who is now known as Red Robin. Yeah, uh, he was the third Robin. <laughs> I just, I'm going to explain it. I feel like I can just see the interest just dying. In no, no, um, I was catching my, I was realizing <laughs> that I said Robin Hood and I'm like, yeah, great. I wasn't going to correct you. Now I, I look didn't... like that idiot who doesn't know what she's talking about when I, and I immediately was like, oh fuck, I made a mistake. Yeah. I wasn't going to call you out on it on your no i i call myself podcast. out on on these things constantly because i this is not the first time that i've like misnamed a character yeah 
Well, anyway. I mean, uh, that's where the name comes from, arguably. There have been, depending on like which story uh, you, you read, it either came from Robin Hood or uh, The Bird, uh, but it doesn't, it's, it's not 100% clear. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. There have been, been a bunch of Robins. Uh, the first one, uh, like from the old Adam West TV show, that's Dick Grayson. That's who uh, Chris O'Donnell is in the Joel Schumacher movies. Uh, he quits being Robin at one point to go off and be Nightwing. Uh, and then Jason Todd is the next Robin. He tries to steal the Batmobile uh, okay. or the hubcaps off the Batmobile again, like depending on which origin story. But okay. like Batman parks the car to go fight crime and this kid tries to steal it. Uh, and then Batman decides to adopt him and train him to be Robin. That's a weird um, origin story. Yeah, but then he he gets killed by the Joker. Um, okay. And like famously, DC comic because people hated him okay. when he was in the comics. So DC did like a audience vote as to whether this kid should live or die. Like in the end of an issue, he's in a building. You see the building explode, and they're like. Call this number if you want Jason Todd to live. Call this number if you want him to die. What? <laughs> and he got killed off. Uh, he's back now, Ooh. too. Now he's the Red Hood because nobody stays dead. Oh, man. That's um, rough to get voted yeah. off via by phone. Yeah. So now, so he was dead. And then uh, Batman didn't want another Robin. And then Tim Drake figured out who Batman and Robin were. And then, like, showed up at Wayne Manor to tell Bruce that he knows his secret and he has to let him be Robin now. He's going to tell everybody. Uh, so then when I got back into comics in high school, that Tim was the current Robin. Mm -hmm. uh, and in one of the later iterations of the cartoon, uh, it's the Tim Drake Robin. Okay. You don't see a lot of Jason Todd and stuff because people really hated him. Why? Uh, I don't know. It's I, I think comics fans tend not to do well with change. So when one character does a different thing and gets replaced, the initial reaction is usually bad. Um, he sure. was like kind of bratty. There's a, a show on, it's on HBO Max now called Titans, uh, where it's Dick Grayson after he stops being Robin. Uh, and like he starts a new team of superhero former like sidekicks basically start okay. their own team uh jason todd is in that one and he is uh insufferable for most of it uh so it's before he gets blown up by the joker and you, you kind of hope it's coming at some point because okay. he's so unlikable on that show yeah now i have to ask because we've you've brought up the joker a few times there have been also many portrayals of the joker over the last yeah. you know several decades do you think there's one that's better than another uh i re so i rewatched all the movies uh in like this past week because i knew we were going to talk about batman um and I, I did a bunch of rankings on twitter i don't know i don't remember if i did just a joker one i did like all the villains in the movies uh the jack nicholson joker is the worst one and I know that people love it. And I like from when I saw the movie as a kid, I'm like, he's not doing a good job <laughs> being the Joker. All he yeah. is is just a regular gangster who sometimes has his face painted. Like that's all that is. Uh, the character, I, when I, I watched it the other night, I'm like, 
the character of the Joker in the 1989 Tim Burton Batman movie does nothing for any reason other than the movie needs him to do that thing. Like, yeah, the character has no internal motivation. What's including calling himself Joker. Like he has a deck of cards at one point and then he falls in acid and then he comes out and he's like, I'm Joker now, I guess. Uh, better go kill Batman. Why? I don't know. Just because he's there. If I don't do it, who else will? Uh, it's infuriating. Uh, and people really love it. And it's bad. Um, but Mark I, I Hamill was that... the voice of Joker on the cartoon. And yeah. uh, he's really good. Um, Heath Ledger, uh, very good. I rewatched The Dark Knight again like this week. And the movie's not as good as I remember it being, but his performance still is really, really good. Like yes. he got the uh, posthumous Oscar for it. And I'm like, I think deservedly, because I mean, genre movies don't get a ton of awards and attention and stuff, but like he really did do such a crazy good job in that movie. Like, even though a lot of that movie doesn't make sense if you look at it. Yeah. Um, and then I watched, uh, there's, the the Harley Quinn cartoon on HBO Max, like the adult one. Yeah, uh, I think Alan Tudyk does the voice of Joker. I didn't look okay. it up, but that's who it sounded like. Yeah, he's doing a pretty good job. But what about the worst Joker of all that we haven't even talked about? The worst Joker of all? Yeah, Jared Leto. I didn't think oh, his yeah. Joker was funny or <laughs> no, good. It's not funny or good. Those movies are bad. The picture of him as Jesus is ridiculous. Oh my god! Uh, yes, so bad. I I cannot I cannot believe that's the direction that they went in uh, post uh, Heath Ledger. Like they Heath went Ledger did so good, and then they just did the opposite of that. And what's crazy is like Jared Leto's really good in other things. Yeah, like, I can't. You can't just write it off. He's like, oh, why they pick that guy? He sucks. He doesn't. He's great. Yeah, uh, but for some reason. They just made him some uh, like I, I don't I don't know enough cool genre words to properly describe him. I heard somebody call him crust punk. I don't know if that fits. I feel like he's kind of camp, but I don't know if camp is the right word. But like it's yeah, just... I mean that's the like the like the Batman TV show in the sixties was that's pure camp. Like then you get uh, Cesar Romero as Joker is hilarious because that show was like silly and weird in a time when the comics were silly and weird yeah so like caesar marrow painted his face white refused to shave his mustache for it because he's like well people really like that i have this mustache and i'm not going to shave it for this stupid role so uh i'll paint over it or you guys can find somebody else like no no no, it's fine (laughs) like that's incredible Yeah, that portrayal of the Joker is just like so bad, especially coming off of the Heath Ledger stuff where you, you're like, this guy basically like went into a deep depression to like get this role. And then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, it was so good. It's it's so I'm, I'm wondering if we didn't have the incredible performance from Dark Knight, if they just used that instead, if people would have reacted as strongly. But Probably not. I I watched uh, Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey, right? Those are the two that we've we've seen Bad Joker in. (laughs) And uh, 
Well, and like the thing is, is Birds of Prey is a pretty good movie. It was surprisingly fun. Like I didn't, uh, I'm not a big fan of Harley Quinn. Uh, so I wasn't that interested in the movie, but when I got, uh, when it came out on HBO Max, I'm like, I'm, it's, I'm not going to go to a theater to see it, but I'm home and have problems sleeping. So I'll put it on. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, God, anytime Jared Leto as the Joker is on screen, it's, so it's awesome. so distractingly bad that and you like, can't focus on anything else. I think the way they like did his, I don't know, he has like a tattoo on his hand that's a smile. It's so mm-hmm. weird. The whole thing is just like very strange. It's the pig. Um, it's bad. But then the, uh, oh God, I'm blind. Well, King Phoenix won. I saw that movie. Uh, I was on tour. Uh, so that's what I do to kill time. Like uh, if you're in a city where you don't know anybody and the only <laughs> thing you have to do is tell jokes for an hour at, nine o'clock like I'll, yeah. I'll just go see a couple movies during the day yeah uh, so I saw that one in the theater and I was surprised because I didn't think it looked good uh and I liked it except for the fact that there's no reason for him to be Joker <laughs> at all like they basically just remade Taxi Driver which is a sure. pretty good movie yeah it's like yeah. it's a combination of Taxi Driver and King of Comedy like he does not need to be joker at the end of that movie yeah <laughs> like it doesn't yeah. it's it's it just seems like they had a pretty interesting script about uh a travis bickle type guy the only <laughs> way they could get it made was if they let them slap some joker paint on them i i have to say i, n- I have not seen that movie yet and it's only because so many male comedians like that movie that I'm friends with that I was like, I can't see this movie. Yeah. Oh, Eva, I'm put off by the number of people who really like that movie. Like yeah. I, I didn't hate it. Like I thought it was pretty good like that, yeah. but I'm not, I'm, I want to be clear. I'm not going to bat for that movie at all. No, but there are uh, so many people that go to bat for that movie. Yeah. That's no. And thing. those people are ridiculous. Cause it's those, those are the people who are like, uh, who will say like Thanos was right. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. And <laughs> like, yeah, those people are, or like, They'll defend the empire in Star Wars. They'll be like, oh, they didn't do anything wrong. It's just because they were in a war. No, they blew up a planet and killed millions of innocent people. Uh, They're the bad guys for a reason. Uh, Like, it's, I think it's, it's, there's a term for it, but like, it's genuinely uh, like a, a term in storytelling where people will associate with the protagonist of the story because they're the protagonist of the story. Like, yeah. Um, that's why you get people who read or watch uh, Watchmen and think Rorschach's the good guy because he's there the most. And we're like, well, no, no, he sucks. He's still, yeah. he's still, he's still a bad guy. You shouldn't, you shouldn't like him. But just because of the way brains work, like that's who you end up rooting for. Sure. So I think that, I think there's a lot of that going on and people really loving the walking phoenix joker now you mentioned before that you've ranked the other villains yes who did you like how did you rank the other villains i want to know what your uh, so i did is. it specifically in the in the four tim burton joel schumacher uh movies i'm gonna pull it up so that i don't say one thing even though i posted the other yeah uh, so here they are uh, the Burton and Schumacher villains ranked worst to best. Worst is Bane. 
Worst to Best is Bane, uh, who I genuinely forgot was in those movies uh, yeah. until I was uh, making this list while I was watching Batman and Robin, the last one. Uh, Mr. Freeze, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, is just so bad. <laughs> like all of his lines are bad. He's doing a bad job. The costume looks ridiculous. Uh, it's just he would be the worst if Bane had any kind of actual characterization. Yeah, but he doesn't. All. Yeah, he's just a big, strong guy in a mask. Yeah. Uh, then I have Nicholson's Joker, uh, which we talked about. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face is pretty low Ooh. on the list. Okay. I want to put it higher because. It doesn't, I don't think I've ever seen anyone look like they're having more fun being in a movie than Tommy Lee Jones does in that movie. But like, sure. it's not a good performance. He looks like he's thoroughly enjoying himself. Uh, so that it's fun to watch, but it's not like that good. Not good. Jim Carrey's Riddler, which I really loved in 1994, whenever that movie came out. Uh, yeah. I was so into it. Um, he does a pretty good job. Uh, I had heard at one point that it was supposed to be Robin Williams, but oh. they told him that he would have to lose 40 pounds for the suit. And he just said, no, <laughs> he didn't want to. And then, so now anytime I watch it, I just keep thinking about Robin oh. Williams yeah. and how he probably would have done a better job. But like Jim Carrey, pretty good in that movie. Yeah. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman in Batman Returns. I have Poison Ivy as number two. I might flip those because uh same thing like Uma Thurman also looks like she's having a lot of fun sure. being Poison Ivy uh when she is Pam Isley the doctor who gets turned into Poison Ivy she is cartoonishly bad but Poison Ivy she does really good so I think like it averages hmm. out okay. so I might flip my second and third but then Danny DeVito's Penguin is the best Batman villain uh portrayed in any media uh he's so good <laughs> yes. I was watching it my daughter didn't want to watch all of it because she thought parts of it were scary. But when she came in at part, the beginning, so I pointed out Pee Wee Herman to her. He plays the Penguin's dad in that movie. Okay. Um, and then I, I showed him, I showed her Danny. I'm like, oh, like, it's great. Cause he usually does like very funny parts. And he's so like genu genuinely like scary and kind of creepy in this movie. That it's, yeah. It's the best use of Tim Burton's whole deal. Really, Like I'm not yeah. a fan of Tim Burton really. But uh, applying that to Danny DeVito as the Penguin is like the time it has worked the best for me. I do think Tim Burton is not like the the original ideal person I would see making. I could see how in 1989, or I guess it would have been 88 when the decision was made, like where that made sense. Because mm -hmm. he made like some creepy short films and then he did Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Sure. <laughs> so... And they're like, well, Pee-wee's Big Adventure is incredible. So we should probably pin all of our comic book hopes on this guy. Plus, like, I mean, comic book movies weren't a big deal until that movie came out, really. Sure. Like, there had been worse versions of other comic book stories on screen. But, like, people weren't expecting it to blow up as much as it did. Yeah. So I think if they, if they knew ahead of time that it was going to be this huge tentpole franchise for them for the next two decades then i think they might have rethought tim burton but i also i think we did joel schumacher dirty he got a lot of hate for batman forever and batman and robin uh but of those four movies batman forever is the best one uh, he did pretty good 
directing it. Uh, and then I think just because everybody complained while they were making Batman and Robin, he just gave up because he's like, well, people hate it anyway. So who oh. gives a shit? Why not just let Arnold say whatever dumb line somebody throws at him? Like, there's no reason to make this good if people are going to complain no matter what we do. Yeah, um, that's I, fair. I don't have, I can't cite my sources on that, but like, just if I made a movie and everyone told me it was bad and I was already contracted to make the sequel, I wouldn't have tried as hard for the sequel. Like, I don't blame them. Yeah, that's fair. So I bet you know that there's a new casting for Batman if he hasn't been recast enough. What yeah. are your thoughts on uh, Robert Pattinson as as being becoming the new Batman? I only know Robert Pattinson as the, the kid from Twilight. I've not seen <laughs> other stuff that he's done and I've not seen Twilight. Yeah. Uh, just from the look of him, I'm like, he kind of looks like he could be Batman like sure the the images of him in the suit and stuff I'm like yeah I don't know he looks pretty good uh I remember when they cast Affleck and people were livid uh I was writing for uh it was either Geekosystem or it was after Geekosystem got merged with the Mary Sue uh but I did like a defense post of the casting of Ben Affleck as Batman because people hate like he was daredevil and people hate that movie Um, and that movie's not good but he's not the problem in that movie like he's pretty good in it uh and he is also he's just become like kind of a punchline over the years because of oh he's questionable roles yes he's become very much a punchline in general in life at this point yeah but he is also a very good actor (laughs) yeah not in everything granted like he's there's movies he's terrible in but uh, there's also times he's great. I'm like, he, I think I would have liked to see him be Batman in a movie that wasn't directed by Zack Snyder. Like okay. Bat, uh, Affleck was supposed to be uh, starring in and directing the the movie that has ended up being the Robert Pattinson Batman. Oh, uh, really? Like he was, when he was signed on, that was part of the deal was he was going to direct the Batman, uh, which I would have liked to see because Affleck's also a very good director uh, yeah. but instead we get the Zack Snyder version of Batman which is not good uh, it goes like in the movies in both Tim Burton movies Batman's just killing people left and right it's not until Val Kilmer where he's like hey don't kill people <laughs> which has been a long-standing thing in the comics originally Batman would gun people down but like that was in like the 30s uh and then they they dropped that pretty quick yeah they dropped it pretty quick and they're like oh yeah batman doesn't kill people Uh, but then tim burton's like yeah but wouldn't it be funny if he threw a a bomb down a clown's pants and then pushed the clown into a sewer uh or what if he fired missiles into a crowd wouldn't that be cool yeah um yeah it's uh but in the Zack snyder ones he's he's gunning people down left and right and for no real reason like yeah because they're okay. just kind of, not even because they're they're just kind of in his way and like batman versus superman i took off from work the day that came out okay uh and i went to see it the first screening in the morning and then my whole day was just ruined because i knew it was going to be bad it was bad um, but i wasn't expecting it to be like making me question like that's probably what kicked off me questioning whether I even like Batman. <laughs> like that's how bad of a movie it was. Because I was just trying to think of like everything I didn't like about it. What 
what made me hate it so much. And a big part of it was the one thing Zack Snyder is very good at is Mm -hmm. taking a panel from a comic book and putting it on screen. Okay. Like, I kind of like his Watchmen movie. Like, it's not great, but like a lot of people hate it. Uh, But I think they hate it for weird reasons. Like he changed the ending a little bit because if you just had a giant squid monster at the end of your movie, it would, it works on comics, but not really on screen. Um, But like the spirit of the thing is still there. Um, But it looks so many of the shots in the movie are just panels from the comic. Uh, And he did that in Batman versus Superman, but like randomly, like they don't, like from stories that don't go together. Uh, everybody keeps having to reshoot uh, the Waynes getting killed, uh, which we all understand. Everyone knows that Batman's parents get killed and that's why he's Batman. We don't need to see it anymore. Um, <sighs> yeah. But I think the way to fix Batman versus, like since they're going back and fixing Justice League, uh, yeah. which I think will still be bad. It's still uh, bad. The way to have fixed Batman versus Superman Instead of the scene where we see Batman's parents get killed, we see Robin get killed by Joker. Like he, like Jason okay. Todd gets blown up uh, yeah. because we see, uh, you see the Robin suit hanging in the Batcave. So, you know, there was a Robin, but we don't see a Robin anymore. So something bad probably happened. Sure. Um, but if instead of seeing the parents' death, we see Robin's death. And then that's what, sets off batman to just go full like he brands people before sending them to prison so that they get their asses kicked in prison which is a dick move and like I that's don't the think closest... i remember that okay yeah uh it's it's I've, I've still only seen it the one time but like that stood out to me but if because in the comics right when when robin dies batman gets really dark uh yeah. and that's why Tim Drake shows up. He's like, hey, you need a Robin because you're you're off the rails right mm-hmm. now. But uh, so ha- I, like having a sidekick seems to kind of balance out your whole situation. Uh, yeah. So he's like, so I'm going to do that or I'm going to tell everybody you're being Batman because you can't keep doing this. So we kill Jason Todd. Yeah. And then Batman loses it. And then he starts branding criminals and gunning people down. And then that's what makes Superman jump over from metropolis to step uh-huh. up and be like, you cannot do this like that yeah. gives them a reason to fight other than that uh mark zuckerberg tricks them a little bit kind of like the the reason for luthor getting them to fight is so like it's just so on its face stupid yeah that i don't i cannot believe that it works in the movie like the batman and superman are so easily manipulated yeah in that movie that it's ridiculous huh all right i mean i got now i have so many of these movies that i need to like i've seen a a few of them recently but i think i need to Mm -hmm. go back and watch the tim burton movies because it it seems like those are probably i don't know i find all of those actors to be good in their own ways and it would just be nice to watch arnold schwarzenegger be horrible in a role yeah, he is so bad as Mr. Freeze. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh-uh. Parts of that movie are kind of fun. I have friends who will, like defend it. So I know we we just mentioned uh, our friend Ben Affleck. What did you think that yes. he was better or worse than Christian Bale? 
Like who uh, do you like? Who do you view as like the it's best? It's hard to say because Batman. I hate that movie so much. Sure, like I hate the sure. the the, the, Bat, the the movies that Ben Affleck was in as Batman. Like sure. his that character is that characterization of Batman. I hate because um, it is like it's so far off from the character that I like of a guy uh, with other than being smart and rich doesn't have any actual superpowers like what a, what i like about batman as a character is he's just a guy trying to help sure. uh, and he's over the years like the character has been built up way beyond that like now he's the world's greatest detective and he's super smart and he's got all this cool tech stuff but like at the beginning he was just this guy who wanted yeah. to help people and who that's what i like punching in, people in the face yeah but the movies that Affleck was in, uh, he's not that. He is just this weird war criminal just gunning people down in the streets for mildly inconveniencing him. Totally fair. If you had to only have one Batman of like all the actors that have played Batman over the years, who do you think is the best? Um Kevin Conroy, the guy who did the voice in Batman the Animated Series and okay. Mask of the Phantasm. Uh, like, that's... that. Uh, his voice as Batman is, like, the voice I would think of. Yeah. As Batman. Sure. Um, they did... There's the animated movie Mask of the Phantasm that's also pretty good. He was that. And in some of the video games, he's been the voice. Hmm. That's like the that is surprising because I hear like I've talked to other people about DC comics and they've always said either I don't think Adam West is usually the one, but I feel like people really liked Michael. Is it Michael Keaton? Yeah. Yeah, I don't I know why. I don't know. He's why. coming back as Batman to be like an older Batman. And that I that idea I like. I think of the people who played him, he's probably the best one for that. Yeah. Um, but in the first Tim Burton Batman movie, it doesn't seem like he knows that Bruce Wayne and Batman are the same person. I think he just thinks he's playing two different people. That's weird. Uh, because like in the, the Nolan movies, mm-hmm. uh, like Christian Bale is so sad. He's just he's just Batman. He has to be Bruce Wayne sometimes. And it's an inconvenience and he hates it. Um, there's a really small moment that I, I don't know where uh, it's in dark night. He steps out on the balcony and he tosses his champagne over the railing. Okay. And he doesn't drink it because yeah. Batman doesn't drink because he doesn't want to impair himself as Bruce Wayne in case anything happens and he needs sure. to suddenly be Batman. He doesn't want to be Buzz. Um, <laughs> just Cause he is always thinking about having to be Batman yeah. and like stuff like that in the Nolan movies. I really like, um, but in Batman returns, uh, the second one with with Keaton. Yeah, he's in the Batcave, and Alfred Alfred brings him soup, and it's cold. Okay, and but it's a soup that it's supposed to be cold, and yeah. Bruce Wayne would know that. Like yeah. Bruce Wayne is supposed to pretend to be this dumb idiot so that people don't think he's Batman. Yeah, but he's in the Batcave with Alfred, like the only other person who knows he's Batman. Like now's not when you're supposed to be dumb, and he does it. Like, there's like a couple of moments like that with. With like, this is not, I'm not blaming him. yeah yeah i'm not blaming him personally but sounds um, like you needed some I mean, direction like i am a little bit yeah. yeah 
Yeah. It's, I, I'm really not a fan of Tim Burton. Pee-wee's Big Adventure is one of the all-time great movies, but that's about That's about it. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Beetlejuice right. is pretty fun. Edward Scissorhands sure looks nice, but yeah, he's got a lot more mistakes than good he's, movies. Yeah, he's got some weird choices out there. Like, in the grand scheme of things, Batman is the one that kind of stands out as not fitting into his motif but also i think you're probably right that he was he had just come off peewee's big adventure and so he was probably very popular and they thought he would make a good director yeah i also rewatched uh 1994's the shadow with alec baldwin uh which was basically uh what if alec baldwin was batman no Uh, but it's so it's so bad and yeah, because like, it's Alec Baldwin as Batman. The worst, the worst Batman thing is still a thousand times better than 1994's The Shadow. And that... everything about it is bad. It's so because it's it was after the boom of Batman where people are like, all right, we need comic book movies, buy up whatever character you can, just get a known star and just smash those two things together and get it released by Christmas. Yeah. And so the shadow was exactly that, but none of it makes sense. There's uh, like, I listen to a lot of the old shadow uh, radio shows because uh, I'm a, a, a dork. And sure. so there's like a lot of shadow backstory that in 1994, like maybe your grandparents kind of remembered, but it gets into a lot of it, but does not explain. Uh, like you keep seeing flashbacks to him as uh, oh. like a samurai warrior they do not tell you why you keep seeing these There's things. no context around any of it. No, it is just weird scene after weird scene with bad special effects. When he is the shadow, he has prosthetics on his face for some reason. Why? Despite the fact that the shadow's whole power is people don't know he's there. Like that's that's it. Like he, he clouds your mind and you don't realize that there's yeah. another person in the room. Sure. So there's no need for him to look different. Yeah, um, that's very yeah, weird. It's, it's crazy. Uh, but it was so it's so clearly influenced by the Burton Batman movies, but it took all the worst things about those movies and just and just put them together. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what if it made less sense? Because then you also get like Dick Tracy came out right after Batman, uh, as another result of like, we need comic book movies. What do we got? All right, uh, Warren Beatty, you're Dick Tracy now. Go. But that takes a lot of what I didn't like about the Tim Burton Batman movies, but does like a better job. Sure. Where uh, the sets all still look kind of floppy. Like there's a part of uh, 89 Batman where there's it's toward the end of the movie. They're up on a, a bell tower because it's Batman. Of course they are. And he's like jumping up and down on these on like the stone ledge. But it's yeah. all kind of wiggling. Okay. Even though it's stone. Yeah. Um, because it's just cheap. Yeah. Uh, Warren Beatty's uh, Dick Tracy is also that. But it seems like they leaned into it. Like they know that their sets are cheap. So uh, it's, it's shot more comic booky. Like okay. it's brightly colored. Everybody's in a orange suit for some reason. Like they, they really leaned into the comic book stuff instead of kind of trying to do it halfway. Sure. Uh, so the Dick Tracy movie stands up, but it was 90 or 91. I don't remember when it came out. Huh. That it's to me like this whole, um, like all of the stuff that we've talked about has made me realize like how big 
these comic book movies really can be like it, it's just it's wild to me how many I mean I think we've probably named like two dozen actors that have been yeah. in these movies I mean it's just like huge um but I have to ask because we're getting ready to wrap up do you have like do you collect any of the comic books like do you have any Batman stuff still as an adult uh I have Batman stuff I uh I have the McDonald's Batman uh, when Batman Forever came out. McDonald's did a line of uh, clear glass mugs, oh, and I have the Batman okay. one yeah. of that. Uh, I really wanted to get the Riddler one, but I never did. Oh no! Uh, so, like I went to McDonald's a bunch, and like I was one of that ninety three. I think was Batman Forever, so I was ten. So I wasn't. Yeah. I couldn't like just drive to McDonald's. I would keep bugging my parents to get McDonald's so I could maybe get the right mug. And I never got the Riddler one, despite really wanting it. Uh, I would like, I would amass comic books. Like, I don't collect them. I just, sure. I, I buy them and read them and then don't throw them away. I don't, like, I used to go to uh, conventions pre-pandemic, but, like, also pre-being a professional entertainment writer, where, like, I used, to, for a while, I was getting press passes to go to Comic-Con and stuff. Oh, and okay. now the idea of go, just going without that level of access just seems so unappealing yeah that's um, that i could see that because there's like I, I would go to the new york comic-con every year when i was writing uh for geek system and there's like the second floor like press area where there's like room and you're not up against 500 people uh it's just like a separate place that you can go where it's not crowded yeah and not having that seems so unappealing oh 100 uh, yeah but also just going to them a lot. I feel I'm kind of burnt out, but I've also been inside for a year. So who knows? Um, but when I go to a convention like that, I will like pick a single issue of a comic book to find. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't like, I'm, I don't have a ton of money. So I don't like pick like a super rare one. It's just like, uh, what's an interesting thing. So like one year for Easter, uh, when I was a kid, my parents got me, two issues of spider-man that were part of a three issue run okay so i was like oh well i gotta find this third issue third to issue, find yeah. out what happened because my parents knew that i liked comic books but did not understand how they work oh so, that's yeah uh, okay because they got me a subscription to amazing spider-man which is like the main spider-man title but there's also like half a dozen other ones sure so as a kid i would get that month's amazing spider-man in the mail and then at the end of it they would be like this story continued in web of Spider-Man issue, whatever. I'm like, well, like, I don't have that. not for me, I guess. Um, so I would try to, I, I traded a friend of mine to get this third issue, but then I, to get it, I had to trade him the second issue. Oh, so I at no point had all three. Yeah. And then he, he for years would refuse to trade me back just because he knew I wanted it because he was a bad person. It sounds but, very spiteful. Yeah. So I would, so like, I remember one convention I went to, I'm like, all right, I'm going to find the Spider-Man Punisher crossover with Vengeance issue two. Okay. And it probably will cost me $5. And like, okay. just to have a reason to like, look at comics at this thing. Yeah. Uh, or there was a, there was an issue of Howard the Duck mm -hmm. where uh, the writer uh, was going through some stuff. And couldn't finish the script in time oh. so he sent the artist like a letter explaining how he couldn't get the script done but then the artist 
made that the comic and <gasps> because they had a deadline marvel just put it out oh shit and i'm like that's so ridiculous i'm like i have no real attachment to howard the duck but i heard that story i'm like i gotta find that comic that's pretty cool though yeah and it was one year that i, I was going to new york comic con for geeko system i'm like all right i'm gonna find it's I, I think it's like issue 14 or something it's not important uh and i'm like i'm gonna find howard the duck 14 and it was literally like the first box that i looked in i'd been there for 10 minutes and i found it i was like well now i'm done i guess You're like the like, fun's over i found yeah. it <laughs> I, I was hoping it would take a little bit longer, yeah. but it didn't. It was like right away. And then, yeah, I don't know. It's a funny issue about comic books. That's pretty cool. Glenn, it's been so nice having you on, even though we had Thanks some connection. Yeah, even though we've had some connection issues at the beginning. Um, where can our listeners find you? Uh, I'm at Glenn Tickle on uh, everything except for MySpace, uh, which there's another Glenn Tickle who has it. Is he there... offered it to me years ago, uh, but I... I had no intention of using Is MySpace even a thing anymore? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) It was, they brought it back at one point. And that's when he offered to let me have the username. Um, But yeah, Yeah. I'm on on TikTok despite being 37. Uh, And for some reason, I'm weirdly popular there. Look, I'm learning a lot about horses from your videos on TikTok. Well, I had to slow down because people started asking me for advice on their own horses. And I was like, I am not qualified. Like I some girl, rabbit stuff now. Yeah. Like some girl commented and she was like, can you tell me if I should retire my horse? And I was like, I'm not a veterinarian. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Um, and yeah, you had like your video about your new pet rabbit that popped off and potty training that did like yeah surpass like what three million views i did a joke about potty training my toddler because we give her a sticker every time she uses the potty which is true and then the joke part of the video is i pan up and show that i also have a chart with way more stickers on um and that's got three million views which doesn't make any sense like it's a pretty funny video i'm proud of it but yeah the fact that that's by far the thing that most people have ever seen that I've created is insane to me. It also, really, the number yes. of people who don't understand how jokes. Oh, um, like people think that that's a real thing that you're putting. Yeah. St- no, there were people yelling at me for being too competitive with my child or what? uh, I, I, like the, the tag on it is I'd say all those stickers are from this weekend. So I should see somebody people like not understanding that five minutes before I made that video, I took a piece of paper and a and bunch of stickers bunch of and stickers. just put them on and then hung it on. Like, it's not a real, it's not a real chart of how no. often I go to the bathroom. No. TikTok people. Uh, I and do people think... giving me unwanted rabbit advice is unreal. I mean, TikTok is like, it really puts things into perspective. You could put in like so much time into something. And then it's like the one thing where you introduce a rabbit that, does well you know yeah, that i can't imagine i like the the potty training one is a joke that i did on purpose yeah and the rabbit one is a little bit too because like i i, I explain that your dog that my kid dog. wanted a rabbit and like right. i i show the rabbit very quickly at the end as like a little joke yeah but it's 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 almost a full minute and most of it is me talking about my dead dog yes <laughs> a million people are like yep we love it it's very very strange yeah people keep asking uh they want like a a tour of my rabbit's living situation and And you're like like, no it's just because you're just gonna say i'm doing it bad like you can't 
I'll get a through the Q and A feature on there now where people yeah. can like ask you questions. Most of them are about Snowball, my rabbit, uh, and they're all like they all feel like people just want to judge me for a hundred percent doing rabbits bad. I'm, like, I'm sure I, it is. Yeah, I don't know. It just does not surprise me. I mean, it's like, they're probably all children asking these questions too. They're probably all like- Some 16. of them are. Uh, yeah. It's weird because I know so many young people use the app. Uh, I try to like engage with people and if they comment on a video, I will try to like reply. Uh, but the ones where it's like a million views, I'm like, I can't reply to all of these. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes I'll like, I'll recognize a username because they'll comment on like a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And be like, oh, like, let me, I'll go look at this person's profile and maybe like follow them because they <laughs> clearly like things that I'm doing. But then it'll be like a 14 12. year old. I'm like, yeah. no, yeah. I can't. I'm not, I will not be following any 14 year old children on TikTok. Yeah. There's one kid who's like 16, I think, that I follow because uh, his dog looks so much like the dog that I lost. Okay. Uh, Cause I was, I was, I looked up English pointers. That's the kind of dog that I had yeah. on TikTok to just look at videos of people's English pointers. And I found this kid's account and his dog looks so much like my dog Elvis that I followed him. And I commented on one of his videos and he replied with, wait, are you Glenn Tickle? Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah. Yeah. But that, but that I'm all, like, I am, but that doesn't mean anything. That's he's so like, funny. Oh. He had seen uh, like clips that I had up. I'm like, That's oh, funny. he's like, why are you? <laughs> then I I followed him so we could message each other. And he's like, why yeah. are you following me? You're like, because your dog. Oh, your dog looks a lot like my dog. <laughs> and he's like, oh, all right. Like, okay. So yeah. That's so funny. Well, guys, you've uh, been listening to another episode of the Gimme. I'm your host, Kathleen Demarl. As I say every week, you can find us on uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else. And don't forget to rate and review. We'll see you next week. This has been brought to you by Dead and Mellow. Follow us on all your social media platforms and shop around at deadandmellow.com to see all of our stand-up, music, and podcast releases. Thank you, and God bless America. All right, see you later. Are we actually leaving or just that dig?